you are tired, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed out, motherhood feels like it's eating you alive and you don't know who you are anymore, you don't know what you want to do with your life and you just feel lost. You feel like you have nowhere to go and each day is like Groundhog's Day and you don't know how to move past that, you don't know how to find the momentum, you just don't know where to start. If this sounds like you create your best life might be an awesome program and I'd love to connect with you to talk with you more to see if it's a great match and in this program I spend 12 weeks with you working with you one-on-one and you work through your modules and each module focuses on reconnecting with yourself figuring out who you are again working through finding a way to reconnect with your intuition so you know when to say yes to things and when to say no to things and to know what path to follow in your life it's a program that helps you figure out what you even want out of your life. What is it that you're craving? What is it that's going to connect with you and make you feel alive again? And not only that, but then you're going to figure out what steps do I need to take to make that happen? And when should I take those steps to make them happen? And through those 12 weeks, as you're working through your modules, we get to work together one-on-one through bi-weekly calls, as well as daily support just you and me. So we can work through other things that might come up. Maybe it's something with your marriage. Maybe it's something with parenting. Maybe it's something with money. Maybe it's figuring out if you want to leave your job and start your own business or completely switch careers or move or any any of those big life things or maybe life things that aren't even so big but make, make huge impact. This program is a great fit for you and it's why I created it. I've created this program with all of my heart, all of my soul, and from all of my experience from going from that place of massive anxiety, feeling at rock bottom, like I didn't know which way was up and down. And even if I did, I just didn't even know where to go. I didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to make life feel easy again and joyful again. And through all of my coaching that I've been through, through work from my past, my former career as a counselor, through working with other people, through energetics and what's considered woo-woo stuff, I have pulled together all of my favorite tools that have helped me through that. And not only through it, but to find a life that I feel fully connected to and a life where things are manifesting and I feel abundant and full of life and in control and I feel calm and grounded again. And I don't need, never needed to wait for motherhood to be done for kids to be 18 I still have two small kids and this life is possible for any of us we just have to show up do the work keep ourselves accountable and very often we can't do it alone we need that support and that's why I created this program so it's 12 weeks one-on-one support you are a part of the private create your best life community of women who are going through it with you as well as women who've already been through it It's a beautiful space for you to work together and connect and support one another as you move through each part of your journey. So if this is something that feels like it might be exciting for you, it might be the thing you've been looking for, fill out the application. There's no commitment in filling that out. It's just saying, hey, I'm interested. And you learn more about the program and then you and I get to connect and talk even more to see if it's if this is it, if this is going to be the next step for you. So you can find my application on my website, ejoicephotography.com under coaching. 
You can also find it in my profile on Instagram at Photog Aaron J. And you can also find the link to it in the show notes. So I cannot wait to hear from you. You can apply starting June 17th and applications will end on June 30th with the program starting on July 8th. So I'm sorry, June 30th it is when it ends and then July 8th is when it begins. So 12 weeks starts on Monday, July 8th. I cannot wait to hear from you. I can't wait to connect with you. And if you're in this program, I absolutely can't wait to get to know you more and get to watch you grow and flourish into the woman that you know is in there and you know deserves to come out and to be alive. To where are we always rushing? Are we chasing slow? Listening to episode 56. I'm Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Photography. And before we get started, I know if you listened to the intro of this um, episode, then you heard all about Create Your Best Life. The applications open officially today. So if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out on June 17th, this is the first day to apply to the program. Applications close on June 30th. So be sure to get it in because I also really limit spots because it's really important to me that I have the time and space to offer one-on-one support to each woman who is a part of the program. So I can't wait to talk to the next group of ladies who are coming in and applying. I can't wait to hear from you. Uh, So be sure you get that in can't wait to chat. So today we are talking about chasing slow. I actually read a book with that title and it's such an interesting phrase because it's like, wow, okay, so what does that mean? And the reason I'm thinking of that and I'm going to, well, I'm thinking of it because on the way home today from a photo shoot, um, I was so, uh, and lately I've noticed this, I was so appalled at the traffic and how people were driving. So I live in between two major cities. So I'm right in between Philadelphia and New York City. Um, It's definitely a hustle and bustle area. Um, Suburban and definitely a lot of country, but people are still in a rush to get places. I also have to interject here. I am fighting a cough and losing my voice. So I probably don't sound like myself and will need to cough as little as I can, but it may have to come out. So anyway, So I drove an hour to this photo shoot today, back to my hometown actually, and um, what I have noticed lately, well one on this ride was that I, so I have a lead foot, I'm totally a chick who loves driving fast, if I could drive a little manual race card my whole life I would, Um, so I'm not someone who's definitely, like I'm not a passive driver at all, I'm not aggressive, but I'm not passive. And I was driving, it was a 55 mile per hour zone and I was going 70 and people were flying past me like I was sitting still. I'm like, and not just a person, you know, there's always that person, but like I was the slow one. I'm like, where is everyone going? Like, where do you have to be that all of you have to drive that fast? Like all of it's just becoming 
a culture and a behavior. And I, on the way home, I'm on the highway going close to 80. People are on like inside my trunk. I'm like, what are you doing? How, how am I the slow one going 80 on the highway? This is unbelievable. And something else that I've also noticed is that people are, you know, there's always, and I'm this person too, where the light is yellow and you're like, I'm going and you hit the gas and like it turns red as you're underneath it and you hit the visor. Does anyone do that? There's always like, that's always been a thing, you know, but now what I'm noticing is that people are turning on dead reds or, or going through the light at a dead red to the point that I'm just like, holy crap, like this is so dangerous like you don't have three minutes to sit at that light like you'd rather risk killing somebody or yourself than wait three minutes for that light and I'm not talking about like you know the person in front of them ran the yellow light and they're the red lighter I'm talking about that the light turns red my light turns green and four more cars go on the other side through the red light it's like a new thing. I'm like, this is unbelievable. This isn't okay. What what are we doing with ourselves that we're so high and mighty and so righteous and so important that we all have somewhere to be? We are overscheduling ourselves. So part of why this is on my mind is my, I was talking with my mom yesterday. So mom, if you're listening, hey mom. <laughs> and she commented, and, and she and my stepdad have always, I think really have always done this, that after dinner time, they're just slow. And I we grew up in a busy household. Like we're definitely the typical um, 90s generation of family where we were latchkey kids and both parents worked and we were rushing to CCD and then this thing and soccer, this soccer field and that soccer field. Like we were definitely <clears throat> busy people, but especially on the weekends after dinner time, they would always sit still. So during the winter, they finish eating, do the dishes, and then sit in front of the fire and just sit still. And then during the warmer months, they would go out back and sit still. Even during thunderstorms, they loved sitting out back to watch. We had a big field behind our house and watched lightning hit the field. Uh, and so she was talking to me about how she and my stepdad were um, sitting still after dinner time, and they can do that more now without you know teenage kids running around that they have to take places. And... Um, you know, my, my stepdad looked at her and was like, what are you thinking? And she's like, well, uh, what I'm thinking is that all the sounds sound the same as they did when I was a kid. And she told me about how she and her parents, um, they would all sit out on the porch. Um, they lived right outside of Philadelphia and, um, they would sit right out on the porch after dinner and you just listen to all the evening sounds as everything starts to, you know, people go home and, finish their dinner and some kids are playing outside and you hear some lawnmowers and birds. She's like, it sounds exactly the same as it did in the fifties. She's like, it's just so cool to hear all of the same noises all, all of these years later. And as I was listening to that, and it, I think I, I really thought of this as I was driving today and dealing with how many people were so, so quick to get somewhere was that we don't do that anymore. Like our children are not offered the experience of even hearing those sounds because we're teaching them mindlessness and rushing and, 
you know, we're, we're always going to have like the get out the door quickly because someone doesn't know where their shoes are. And now we're running late for school. Like I'm not saying be perfect and never be that person, but how we don't always have to live in this space of busy. I think that we project it onto ourselves. And my weekend this weekend is a perfect example of we have I had a photo shoot this morning. We had a party this afternoon. My daughter has her dance recital in a couple hours as I record this. I have a wedding. I'm going to be out of the house 12 hours tomorrow. Monday morning, I have to be out of the house again for another photo shoot. Like that, We have a lot going on and plenty of stuff to do around the house, right? But we can either live in this space of we're so busy, we're so busy, and then it, you project it onto yourself in that you can't even see the opportunity to sit still. So you would think even with our schedule that there's no opportunity for us to sit still, but we did. We ate lunch and we all sat still. I read a book and I only read 11 pages. Like you don't have to overcomplicate it. I don't have to commit to reading 20 chapters. <clears throat> my husband laid down and closed his eyes for a couple minutes. My son laid on me. My daughter curled up with a blanket And it's just teaching them that even with how much we have going on in our weekend, it's still okay to be still during the day or the evening or the morning. I think it's so important to teach our kids that. And, you know, I I hear and I get caught in this too with, with our kids and extracurricular activities. Like if you can afford it, you want to be able to offer your children all of those extracurricular activity opportunities. And like I'm in the space of my daughter does dance and she really wants to do gymnastics and I love having my kids in swim and they love it. And I'd love to get my kid, my son into Kung Fu or T-ball. And then it's like, wow, okay, we don't need to do all of those things. I think two things each or one thing each season is enough. But then that feeling of guilt of like, oh, but she's been dancing for, for a few years now. Like I'd feel sad for her. I'd feel guilty. But it's we don't have to do all of the things we it's teaching them we're not serving them at all by having them do all of the things we're we're teaching them busyness and it's so unhealthy and recognize that when you're saying saying yes to something you're saying no to something else so when you're faced with that guilt of but the other kids do this many things or their friends do this many things or they'd be the only one who doesn't do this much or but I can afford it so I don't want to not send them to these things. So then you're saying yes to the extracurricular activity but you're saying no to teaching them how to to find quote-unquote balance which I, I say there's no such thing but there's alignment in life that you feel good in your day that you don't feel depleted and burned out so that's what it would do that's what you're saying no to you're saying no to family time has been you're saying no to family dinners and that has been researched to to support your kids to thrive and grow in such a good way you're saying you're you're saying no to to family movies you're saying no to reading to going out and going bowling to sitting out on the deck and and watching a storm coming you're saying no to gardening with them or a family walk in the evening those are all the things that you're saying no to so remember that always with everything you do that when you're saying yes to something you're saying no to something else so when you say yes to all the birthday parties when you say yes to all of the work that you're offered when you're saying yes to all of those things what are you saying no to 
And is it worth it to you? Is it worth running the red light because you're racing from one thing to another? It's okay to say no to birthday parties. It's okay to say to a really good client, I want to do this photo shoot for you, but in order for me to squeeze it in, I will be depleting myself. I will be having to run through red lights. I will be giving up seeing my family the entire weekend. That I cannot say no to, right? So when you get faced with that guilt of feeling like you need to do it all, that limiting belief telling you, but you need to do this. You need to be busy because when you're busy, it means you're successful. It, there's a badge that we wear that we give out when we're busy. And oh my gosh, did I used to wear that with pride? I remember once someone said to me, Erin, you look so thin. And I was like, yeah, it's because I don't have time to eat. And I said it with pride. And like a you know, it's it's so sick that we, that, and no one, I mean, people are like applauding me, like, great job, you're such a great working mom. No, I'm not. I'm losing weight because I don't have time to eat and I'm getting sick and I have like the worst part of my life about a year ahead of me because of it and I don't even know it. You know, that it's, it's so important to take care of ourselves. And so, you know, I share this podcast and this thought just to put out there like, what if? What if we kind of took back, (coughs) excuse me, took back a little bit of that time, the 50s, uh, when there was more of a following the rhythm of the day, of attending to the necessities and prioritizing and making family a priority and being more still and taking our time to get places. And I would also love to hear, are you someone who lives in a place that maybe doesn't function the way as I just described? And I ask that because we have our lake house in upstate New York and we laugh and call it like everyone's on lake time, that there there's just not a lot of pressure on the schedule. Um, people aren't very quick to go places. People are pretty slow pace and we find ourselves even having a tough time slowing down to that level. So I know that there are areas and most of New England when we go into like Vermont or New Hampshire that um, people drive slower, stop and hold doors, people you know make all their meals from scratch and sit together. Um, so are you someone who lives in a place like that as you hear me talking think like oh we're not th- that rushed we you know we actually do take time to be still and it's not just our family it's everywhere around here I'm so curious to hear that but I do feel that we are definitely in a culture and an atmosphere right now in general that we are just so eager to do too many things and it's as if we're doing it in thought that we're it's how to live life but instead we're missing it and that's where that chasing slow for me comes from I I feel like it's this constant race to get to a destination to say like see I got this much money see I accomplished this job see I am the best mom see I do live in the biggest house I do drive the best car and in the process, we're missing the whole journey, getting there. And those are the moments. Those are the moments that make our life are these in-between little moments of um, laying on the couch and having my son small enough that he can lay on my lap and, uh, you know, to 
to have us all home, even though we have so much going on and to have my daughter reach over and hold my hand and to step outside and pull some weeds and just feel the sun and the summer start to roll in those that that is what life is, you know, so take this shorter podcast because my voice can only take so much more. (laughs) I'm really pushing to get it out. Take this as a reminder to, to slow down. Just stop throughout your day. Stop and breathe and take it in. Stop at the yellow light. Be able be take that as like a moment to, to catch your breath and to open the window and feel the fresh air and to listen to one more song. You know, like just let's slow down. We are doing too much. We're missing all of those beautiful sounds in the evening that have never changed and continue to sound the same. And we're missing it all. And we're going to be on our deathbeds and be like, wow, I don't know that I ever had the opportunity to sit and enjoy the sunset at my house. I don't even know what it looks like. You know, that's what life is about. So go enjoy life. Take it in. Truly stop to smell a rose here and there. And my advice is get a camera. It forces you to stop and slow down. You don't have to be a professional photographer, but man, does it make you stop and um, really see life for what it is. It's such a gift. So, or paint, paint a scene. I don't know. Do something creative and artistic. Okay. I'm going to leave you there. I want you all to have an awesome week. Enjoy that extra song. Enjoy your sunset. Enjoy the evening sounds after dinner. Enjoy the snuggle on the couch with your kids. Enjoy whatever it is that you give yourself permission to do this week. The thing that you're going to say yes to instead of no to. Have a good one. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Connect with me on Instagram at photogerinj. My website, ejoicephotography.com. My voice is done. Have a good one. Treat others the way you want to be treated.